Isaiah 13 from verse 4. Listen, a noise on the mountains, like that of a great multitude. Listen, an uproar among the kingdoms, like nations massing together. The Lord Almighty is mustering an army for war. They come from faraway lands, from the ends of the heavens. The Lord and the weapons of his wrath to destroy a whole country. Wail, for the day the Lord is near, it will come like destruction from the Almighty. Because of this, all hands will go limp. Every man's heart will melt. Terror will seize them. Pain and anguish will grip them. They will writhe like a woman in labour. The Lord's brought me to these verses tonight in just reflecting on what he's been showing me both today and yesterday and then also something from a journal last year. And I'd like to share with you a bit about that. Um, but it goes really back to this verse. In this verse, what really stands out to me is the expression, all hands will go limp. It makes me think about how everything has shifted and moved in the last year. And how many churches have gone limp in that they're not allowed to meet anymore. They haven't been meeting now. It's different nation to nation, but... I'm just speaking in general, that many churches, they don't meet, they can't meet. Um, they've tried to reproduce what they've been doing in a church building um, through the internet. And um, for me, the, the, the hands have come off the plow. There's really, I, I, I can't say any better than what this verse does because of all of this. Because of everything that's happened, all hands have gone limp and every man's heart will melt. And even speaking to people at work and... I see that in society, people are just watching the news, hearing the bad news all the time about COVID, and they're not really looking for the good. And I, quite often, I would say to people like that, I just say, "Look, turn off the news, stop watching the bad." And um, I had one uh, lady come back to me. She said, "You know, you know, thanks for saying that to me. I'm watching it less, and it's it's made a positive impact in my home." And it's amazing that, you know, the the effect that fear and terror and repetitive negative news will have on a person, um, on a nation, and in this case, the nations around the world. I was looking up that word for limp in the Strong's number 7503. It means to sink or relax, to abandon, alone, become helpless, cease, collapse, discouraged, drown, dropped, fail, fall limp. Feeble, forsake, hang limp, lazy, let her alone, let it go, let me alone, let go, limp, loosen, lose courage, lost, put off, relaxed, slack, subsided, waiting. So many people are in that place of discouragement right now. They can't go out, they're locked down, waiting, hoping that the storm will blow over, that the wind will go past, and that everything will go back to normal. But his word also symbolizes sinking in a bed of hay that's on fire. It also symbolizes the sinking of wings, like a discouraged bird, I suppose. And it means relaxing, withdrawing. And, you know, I have to ask the question of the, the wider church. Has the church withdrawn during this time? Have they sunk back or have they risen up? Now I know in the background, God has been doing amazing things through Zoom calls, through one-to-ones, people. There's, there's been amazing things that God has been doing, and God is birthing something new. But I'm talking about the wider church, the, the church that's still been focused on the past, and has not been necessarily embracing what's new. 
have they relaxed and withdrawn? That is a question I'm posing. This morning I saw these birds flying back and forth into the old nest that was outside my daughter's window. Um, last year they had set up a nest there and they left a mess outside our front door. So we said, oh, during winter we'll take the nest down. But, you know, we'd forgotten or just kept on putting it off. So yesterday I took a tool out and, and dislodged the, the nest before they'd set it up um, for nesting again. And the Lord really brought me to reflect upon that, about nesting, last night as I prayed. And um, he actually took me to watch a video about an eagle taking flight for the first time. I watched this video and uh, it was amazing just to watch the, the eagle trying to get courage. And um, what I found fascinating was that the, the parents of the eagle would stick around to encourage and, and to guide and to show the eagle what to do. So the eagle eventually takes flight and is flying around, and but it's getting tired after an hour or so. Um, its wings are shaky, um, whereas that of its father or mother is, is nice and smooth in the wind. And uh, it tries to land for a bit of rest, but doesn't choose a good footing. Um, has to take off again and uh, is supported once again and eventually finds a branch to, to rest upon. And I just reflect on that for myself, that... You know, I really feel like um, it's time to step out of the nest, so to speak, the nest of where God has been cultivating and, and doing something new in my heart and in my life and, and that of my family here. You know, think watching these eagles made me think about my dream that I had last week about this man who, who was setting up these things to be carried by the wind, carried by the Spirit. And I was reflecting then on these eagles being carried by the Spirit just wherever the Lord might lead them. So I looked at the Hebrew word for f for soaring in the sky. Strong's number 82 means to fly, and it's pronounced something like abar, means to soar, to move pinions. It refers to the, the hawk. And I looked up Job 39 from verse 26, which says, Does by your wisdom fly the hawk and spread its wings towards the south? at your command, and does mount up the eagle, and make and hide its nest. On the rock it dwells and resides, on the crag of the rocks and the stronghold. From there it spies out the food from afar, its eyes observe. You know, as I, as I reflect on all of this tonight, and look back at my journal from last year, there there is a thing here about the eagle that it could stay in the wrong places. It'd be, it'd be easy, I suppose, for that young eagle just to stay in the nest. Say, so, well, you know, flying out of here is difficult. Things are looking shaky outside of the nest. Certainly in his first attempts at, at flying, he could say, well, I'm giving up on this, and he could go back to the nest. But things move on, seasons move on, and the eagle, if he stays in the nest, well, his parents are not going to feed him forever. There he's going to find that he's no longer getting fed in that place. The only way to move on is to learn to fly, to go out, to learn to hunt, to learn to go out and be where the wind or the spirit guides him. Last year, I um, I think it was during the night, I was uh, slept too long um, on, on one arm. And I, I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote down this. I said, his hand is numb to move if we're in the wrong position. It was strange. That was also a day I had to go out and unblock the drains. So... You know, there was a sense that there's going to be no more blocks, but need to be in the right position. 
And the Lord gave me this word with that as I looked into the Hebrew and the Bible verses, he gave me this word. He said, if you are not ready, if you don't stand in position at the right place and maintain it, then you will be weak and grow cold, growing sluggish and numb. You would fail and vanish and would not advance to being an instrument of deliverance or receive the blessings. You would stand at the base of the mountain and not go up. But I declare that the blocks are removed. The abundance of stumblings are finished. The troubled heart is healed. Misfortune and ruin are no more. Lord, assign me and prod me into the right place that you have for me and my family. I'd recorded the message Leave the Nest on the 23rd of February of this year and I've been waiting for the right time to release it, which I feel is now. Last Friday I was on a Zoom call and this strange thing happened. We were all talking about this topic and I shared a little bit about what the Lord had said to me back in February. And we we listened to this um, Jason Upton song, Fly, and simultaneously I went looking for the old Eagle video, which I talk about in the podcast, and I found it and then played it, and both sounds came together, layered up, to do something special, I think, and um, it's strange how the two mu- pieces of music fit together and and so on. Um, and uh, I've managed to re-piece that back together since Friday for you, and uh, that's coming up now. But it's the irresistible draw of the wind that finally tempts it into the air. They throw their feet up, begging for food. Maybe they can tell that the adults have fed recently. Perhaps the adults want to take the youngsters to a has been airborne for well over an hour. It must be tired by now. Like a broken kite, it suddenly swings out of control downwind. recovery, but it still looks pretty shaky compared to its mother's effortless mastery of the air. 
It's trying to land, but the thin top branches just can't hold its weight. The adults stay on the wing as if to support the youngster. descends into the leeward side of the tree and looks for a larger branch. <laughs> 